Today on the Travel Guys. In the travel news, Hawaii and New Zealand slowly peel back the COVID restrictions and more cruise ships are returning to the waters. But will a new variant mean a reverse in direction is just around the corner? In our Smarter Traveler segment at 320, we talk about the importance of knowing what's in that contract before your ship sets sail. Because you might be surprised what the cruise line does and doesn't have to do. In the past decade, cruising has become an extremely popular way to see the planet. From ocean-going itineraries to river cruises and even specialty cruises to very special places, traveling on the water is more and more popular. And in our second half of the show, beginning at 3.35, we're joined by our own cruise expert, Gwen Duncan of Cordially Yours Travel. We'll ask Gwen to look into her crystal ball and tell us what her travelers are booking and which is more popular, river or ocean cruising. Plus, Gwen has a special for single cruises. You're going to like this. We're going. We're just off here on a Sunday afternoon doing a little cruising, checking out the deals. We are the Travel Guys. On the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again I've got two tickets for paradise Up to Alaska and old north to Russia's own Once again, we're here. It's Mark Hoffman and Tom Romano, the travel and entertainment guys. Brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations, as always. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend with us, whatever you might be up to here on a on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Don't forget now, TravelGuysRadio.com. That's where you can go for links to our special guests and lots of info to make you a smarter traveler. Good afternoon, Mr. Mark Hoffman. Hey Good there. How are you, Mr. Romano, at the end of this Thanksgiving holiday weekend? I was listening to the news thing there, and I had been checking uh, things. Other than the fact that if you look at a traffic map for the state of California, it looks pretty much like a Christmas tree at this point. There's (laughs) as much red as there is green all around the state because, of course, uh, if you've ever tried to drive I-5 or anything like that on a day like today, um, you're not going to go down the road at 75 miles an hour. You're going to go... At the speed limit for a while, and then you're going to slow down, and then you're going to speed up. And but it, the traffic looks pretty good, all in all. There's not any real catra- catastrophes, and in the air, in the skies, there are no major meltdowns reported any place with any airline or anything like that. So I, I I think travelers, by and large, are escaping from the weekend across the country in pretty good shape. I agree. I agree. They always, uh, you you know, a lot of times you forget. You have Thanksgiving. It was a few days ago uh and you you know you get out on the road on a sunday afternoon and particularly in certain spots let's say coming down from the mountains out of out of auburn and all of that and you go who are all these people and where are they going and then you realize <laughs> oh yeah everybody trying to scoot back home after their thanksgiving uh weekend isn't this officially the busiest weekend on the road of all days uh, it is the, right the around two, this time the two busiest travel days for air travel of the year are last sunday and this 
Sunday because, of course, Christmas and New Year's move around on the calendar. They're mm-hmm. Monday one year, Tuesday the next year, Wednesday the next year. Thanksgiving is always on Thursday. Although President Roosevelt moved Thanksgiving temporarily. We'll have to talk about that maybe next year when Thanksgiving comes around. But he moved Thanksgiving temporarily uh, way back when, when he was president. But other than that time, Thanksgiving has always been on the same Thursday. So it's it's a lot easier to predict. You know, it's a four-day weekend for most folks. I don't know. I had to go do a little driving yesterday. And as long as you stayed away from shopping centers and the like, traffic was pretty pretty light all over town. All right. Well, how have you been since I saw you last? What's what's going on there at Sports Leisure? Uh, I've been doing well. Uh, things are busy here at Sports Leisure. We have a lot of trips going on. We're all, of course, the whole travel world is holding its breath now because of this variant for COVID that's been discovered. And, you know, we don't know whether or not the existing vaccines will going, are going to uh, cover the variant or not. But I guess we'll get that word Pretty soon. In the meantime, it kind of reminds people that doing things that we've maybe slacked off on, like, you know, wearing a mask and washing your hands and using sanitizer and stuff like that really is kind of an important, an important thing to do. We had a big poker game here at Sports Leisure Vacations yesterday. Boy, I'll tell you, there were there was massive crowds outside and there. Well, maybe not. (laughs) But uh, as I've mentioned before, the the, the buddies that I went to high school with, we're we're now. We've been playing poker together in the spring. It'll be 50 years. 50 years. 50 years of getting together with the high school buddies and playing some poker. That's great. You know, not a lot of of people can say that. Yeah, it's it's amazing because after all these years, they, all of them, you know, they just look terrible. I mean, they're old and look (laughs) awful, and I, you know, maintain my good looks, but... Rest of them, you know, well, yeah, it's sure. <laughs> kind of been kind to them, but uh, didn't didn't win enough money. Of course, we only have fifty cent limits, so you can't really, you know, you can't really win enough money to like buy a house or a new car or something like that. But um, <laughs> well, so, anyways, all right. you ever drive <laughs> by here great. on a Sunday, on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, see a bunch of cars in the parking lot? You'll know there's a possibility that there's one of those big time poker games going on. <laughs> It's Mark and Tom, the Travel Guys, and at the top of every Travel Guys radio show, we bring you up to date on the on the travel news. And with that, let's get started, Mark. Let's see here. Um, our friends with the Rail Bikes are offering a special. If you want to ride a rail bike in the winter when it's a little cooler and there's not as much demand, um, there is a coupon at TravelGuysRadio.com oh, yeah. that will get you a uh, special uh, price on a rail bike anytime between now and the end of March. So you don't have to go right now. You could wait until the weather warms up in, in March and go. But anyways, that's at TravelGuysRadio.com. Uh, uh, Hawaii is going to lift many of the COVID-related restrictions that they have had. Uh, not all of them, but many of them. They're going to continue to require masks indoors, but they've had capacity limits on indoor functions. So luau's, of course, are held outdoors, so that helped a little bit. But um, in specifically, this has to do with conventions, mm-hmm. so or smaller or even larger or even smaller conventions. And so the Honolulu mayor announced that capacity limits and social distancing requirements for events on Honolulu would be lifted. So that will allow uh, conventions and the like to come. Of course, these this news all came earlier this week before. Um, it was revealed that uh, a new COVID variant had been discovered in South Africa. So now the entire travel 
community, the entire tourism community, perhaps most of the planet, holds its breath while we try to find out, is this variant going to be covered by the vaccines that we already have, or do we all need to go inside and shut the doors and come out again in three or four months when they have a vaccine to cover this, and how many times is this going to happen? Um, so it's it's a, it, it's a little discouraging, I suspect, for a lot of the travel industry, but uh, hang on, we don't have a whole lot of facts yet, so we'll wait and see what happens this week, and uh, it'll be certainly a few weeks before this becomes a, a concern, but uh, Hawaii for right now and New Zealand, um, which has had one of the longest and strictest cut shutdowns of any country, um, almost two years of closed borders and one of the strictest approaches to the pandemic of any country in the world, New Zealand has set its official reopening date of April 30th of next year, for fully vaccinated international travelers, so um, that you can, you if you're fully vaccinated, you'd be allowed to enter the con- country. However, you have to self-isolate for seven days after you get there, even if you're vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So New Zealand is not messing around. Uh, if you're going to New Zealand, you're you're and you're planning on having a vacation there, you may have a little bit longer to wait. More and more cruise ships are getting back in the water and returning to passenger sailings. Although, interestingly enough, um, as we told you last week, Hawaii um, has decided that they don't want cruise ships until later in the spring. But other destinations are welcoming cruise ships. And once again, you have to wonder how this is going to work with the new variant that folks are concerned about suddenly and, and trying to make sure that it doesn't get into their land. I'm going to suggest you if a cruise ship docks, at your port with people from all over the planet, then you've pretty much lost the battle. Uh, Norwegian Cruise Lines announced that the Norwegian Joy resumed sailings uh, last Saturday out of the port of Miami. It is the company's ninth vessel to return to service following the global shutdown in March of 2020. United Flight Attendants, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. United has started uh, serving going back to serving welcoming beverages to folks in premium classes of service um, on their planes. Think about this. You're serving people beverages while all the rest of the plane is boarding and walking past them (coughs) in open glasses. So the flight attendants have kind of said this doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense to us, not to mention the fact that they're not crazy about the idea of reserving, reserving serving hard liquor on the plane as long as the mask requirement is in effect. So we'll keep an eye on that and see what happens. Christmas markets overseas. Some are closed. A few were open as of last week. We'll see what happens now. Germany, of course, and uh, Vienna, Austria, known for their Christmas mar- markets. Austria is in the middle of a shutdown uh, that's going to last three weeks, and Germany hasn't shut down yet. But we may be seeing something Monday. So if you have a trip to the Christmas markets overseas, keep an eye on that right away. Um, And before you go, there are a lot, a growing number of Christmas markets here in the United States. I just heard about a big one held in the Inner Harbor down in Baltimore. Um, There's one down in Cambria, which is near Hearst Castle, a very large Christmas market. So maybe in the uh, years to come, you won't have to go overseas in order to be able to attend a lovely 
Christmas market. Um, the Air and Space Museum in Washington, D.C., if you're planning on heading back there to see some of the Smithsonian's sometime in the next few months, the Air and Space Museum will be closed until the fall of 2022. They're working on new galleries in the west wing of the building. So that's one of the more popular Smithsonian spots, and that one will be closed for the next week or for the next year or so. And that, my friend, is your travel news for today. And we are the Travel Guys. Mark talking a lot about uh, cruise information there in the travel news. want to remind you, uh, Gwen Duncan, our cruise expert, will be joining us at 335. We're going to find out what people are interested in, river, ocean cruises, and uh, what's on people's agenda. That'll be That'll be coming up at 335. Next up, though, at 320, uh, the importance of knowing what's in that contract. Again, on that ship, before that ship sets sail. We're going to talk to Mark about that when we return, right after a short break here on The Travel Guys. Viva Las Vegas. It's been a while. I've been kind of anxious to get back to Vegas. I'm always kind of a just a little afraid of the... Afraid of the impact of the crowd. I don't know why. I, didn't you? Didn't am, you have am, a? Didn't you have a, a little bit of a blackjack tournament itch there for a while? Oh, I did back yeah. in the back in the old days, pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah I got hooked yeah. on going to uh, to blackjack tournaments uh, in Vegas because they were free, uh-huh. and uh, they give you free room and so forth. But of course, you, there's nothing free in Vegas. But. <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> Glad you. But anyway, I'm glad you, know, you, saw, I, I'm glad you recognize I am, that. I am attracted to all the flashy lights. That, uh-huh. That's yeah. just, just, just well, my nature. My friend, you are not alone because <laughs> <laughs> there wouldn't be a Las Vegas if there weren't a large number of people who weren't attracted to those flashy lights. Hey, before we talk about the uh, uh, the cruise uh, itinerary thing here, I wanted to throw out something else. Christopher Elliott, um, Chris is over, by the way, um, with his two boys over in uh, Europe. And he says he's going to be overseas for a couple of years. So um, just kind of checking out the post-COVID. And, of course, you know, now he's he, he was right in the middle of it two years ago when he was over there. And now he's he's managed to uh, time it perfectly to be back over there in the middle of it again. But we'll get uh, we'll get an update from him at some point. Of course, he has his website at Elliot.org. And uh, they had a little conversation there last week about Chris asked folks, what do you think the next – fee will be that airlines hotels rental cars etc because of course airlines have lost the change fee they used to charge and some people have noticed that airlines have started saying instead of saying you know that change fees are gone forever they say well there's there's no fee through the end of the year or there's no fee through this date so we all suspect that the airlines are about to renege on that but the the general consensus of what the next fee to come is going to be and and i've thought this for years uh, car rental companies have always allowed you to rent uh, to reserve a car without any sort of a deposit or a payment, and if you right. don't pick yeah. it up, you don't pick the car up, no penalty. Uh, my guess is that, especially, I, I can't believe we haven't seen this already, but my guess is that, particularly if you're just Joe rent a car and you're not a special uh, frequent renter with any company, why you're probably. I think we're going to see. I I, I concur that some sort of a fee for a no-show with car rentals is probably the next thing around the corner. So uh, we'll All roll right. the dice against the wall and see if I'm right. You think, maybe? 
Uh, yeah, it's it's just a matter of time. Um, it's been great that they don't, uh, and uh, I'm hoping they're not listening to this program <laughs> and we're, we're giving them any ideas. Yeah, what about exactly. uh, What about all of the fine print and, and, and stuff that goes with those contracts before your ship sets sail? Well, you know that. Nobody reads those. I mean, I'm in the travel business, and I read one a year maybe. Uh, from you know, all hotel contracts come with six, eight, ten pages, and you're kind of scanning them, and you know sort of what to look for and what sections to look for. But for the consumer, particularly somebody who's going on a cruise, um, you're going to get a contract from the cruise line, and it's going to cover the cruise line in every way possible. They have teams of legal people, and they spend a lot of money trying to make sure that there are no holes in the stuff that they put out to the public because it could end up costing them a lot of money. I'm not criticizing them for that. I'm just suggesting that it's not a fair fight when it comes to them creating a contract and you trying to sift through it and figure out what happens. Um, Here's an example. You go out on a cruise, and uh, the weather's not so good, and the captain decides that, you know, you had four or five ports of call, and he decides, well, you know, if we go this way to hit these ports of call, the weather's going to be bad, it's going to be rough for people, and so we're not going to go that way. We're going to go somewhere else. We're just going to go sailing. Maybe we hit a different port of call. Maybe we don't. Um, What if you were somebody – here's a story that came up last week. What if you were somebody who had a wedding scheduled in one of those ports of call and a whole bunch of people had flown in and you were on a cruise ship and your cruise ship was going to stop there and you were going to get off and get married and all of this stuff, except the cruise ship didn't stop there. Oh, boy. It didn't even stop anywhere close. And so then afterwards, people yeah. said, well, you know, I want a refund. You, you, you've you ruined my entire cruise. And for, for this couple, you've ruined their, their wedding. Why in the world you would plan something like that on a cruise ship? But this shows that people are kind of gullible and don't always know exactly what they're getting into with these situations. In this particular case, the couple sued the cruise line. Nothing. Nothing. They got an up offer originally for an upgrade for their next cruise. You know, here's a free certificate that'll get you a nicer cabin the next time you go. But hey, um, if you read the contract, you can see that, you know, if the captain gets up in the morning and he doesn't like, you know, the way his scrambled eggs were fixed, um, he decides to change the itinerary. Not really like that, but still, (laughs) for reasons out of your control, the captain or the company could decide to change the itinerary. They could cancel a cruise a few days before it departs. And if you've read your contract, you'll know that, well, they kind of sort of have those those rights. And you kind of sort of don't have a whole lot of recourse in a lot of those situations. In some you do. In some you will get uh, a courtesy from the airline, from the cruise line. But what about those airline tickets that you bought? And what about the hotel stay that you tacked on to the end of your cruise? And all of those things. Um, and you're saying, well, Jesus, the, the cruise line should be responsible for this. And I'm just going to suggest to you. No, not not so much. Uh, so before you get into, particularly with cruise ships, I, I will tell you, uh, particularly with cruise ships, before you tack something onto a cruise that complicates it and requires you to be in a certain place at a certain time in the middle of a cruise, think twice about that and really think about reading the contract. The next time you're, you're going on a cruise, if you're an oftentimes cruiser, just for fun, the next time you sign up for a cruise and you're – your documents come in the mail and the contract comes, read it. 
see how long it takes you to read it, see how much of it you understand, but specifically be looking at parts that have to do with the itinerary and uh, and the cancellation of the cruise. And also, you know, what if the cruise ends and it doesn't end in the port of call in the port they said it was going to end in? And it ends someplace else, and your your plane tickets are from destination A, and now suddenly you're in destination B. Does the cruise line owe you anything for that? Are they Do they have to get you back to uh, your original destination? Those are questions that you need to have answered, and I'm afraid that you're going to find out in many cases that the answers are not positive ones for travelers. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that brings us to the, the subject of Travel agents, you know, crew specialists, uh, people that are going to be there to to get your back uh, if some of this stuff happens and you're you're stranded in the middle of nowhere. Uh, do, do you, by the way, do you, do you need to get your own lawyer to uh, to look over this contract? <laughs> Is it, it's going to be so complicated well, that well, you can't you can't figure it out. Hypothetically, you shouldn't. But a good travel advisor, uh, there might right. be one on this program in a few minutes. But a good travel advisor would probably tell you, oh, you know, that wedding idea, that's probably not the best idea that you've ever had. Maybe the wedding should be in the original where the cruise ship departs from, or there are a lot of different possibilities that, that you can do there. That, But a travel advisor, somebody who knew the legalese a little bit, absolutely. I, I, if, if, if I were a regular cruiser, I would absolutely have a travel agent or advisor working for on my behalf. You know, when we get Gwen on in the back half of the show, I want to see if I try to remember to ask her, is it a good idea or are there pitfalls in, in booking a cruise or buying a cruise when you go to to one of these travel fairs? Cruise cruise companies, they, they get together, several of uh-huh. them, and put on an event, and they offer all of this stuff, and, and you, they got specials and so forth. Is it a good idea? You know, or can you get trapped in? Uh, so let's be sure to talk to Gwen about that. I'd be curious to know. All right, Gwen Junk, Gwen Duncan joins us right after we take a short break for the news. Coming up next, right here on the Travel Guys. Hey there, Mark Coughlin and Sam Romano, the Travel and Entertainment Guys, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacation. By the way, I'll just kind of give you a little heads up. Uh, during December, we've got some... Uh, some special giveaways. They're going to go on on our program. I'm not even going to tell you what they are. I'm just going to tell you it's stuff like we've never given away before. I can see some of it across the room here in my office. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's well, it's not moving. I mean, it was moving when it arrived, but it's not moving now. So that's <laughs> <laughs> well, you were supposed to feed it. Come yeah. On. Well, I didn't know. I mean, you know, it's uh, didn't open the by anyway. Yes, in a, in two weeks. Uh, the Travel Guys, we're going to have our uh, our Christmas giveaway program and give away all sorts of stuff. Everything that, you know, we don't want around here, we're going to try to find. No, that's not true. We're going to have some fun things to give a new home. Uh, we have, uh, before we, we, we welcome our special guest here, um, Thomas, uh, we should tell folks that next week we're going to do kind of a special little program and uh, turn the tables a little bit. And yes, uh, I'm going to uh, take a couple of moments and spend some time quizzing the owner of a uh, travel company and discussing, you know, what what it must be like to have a uh, 
tour company at this particular junction with the pandemic and all. Mm-hmm. And that person happens to be Mr. Mark Hoffman himself. He's been in this business 40 plus years. And uh, after the last few years, uh, we're pretty close to saying that he has seen it all. And uh, <laughs> we'll find out, uh, get his take on a number of uh, things having to do with, with travel and what it's like to be be running a small travel business here in the, the Sacramento area. So, All right. Uh, joining us uh, on the Travel Guys this afternoon is uh, our old friend Gwen Duncan from Cordially Yours Travel. Gwen, welcome to the Travel Guys. Hello, guys. I, this is really nice to get to talk to you guys again. It's been a while. Thank you. How have you been? How's everything at uh, Cordially Yours Travel? you still got oh, your doors up. open, right? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's picking up. It's picking up, which is a nice thing. Looking forward to it. To it uh, continuing for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, and Gwen, you like everybody else, um, for the last three or four days now, we all will sit and wait and see what this new COVID variant will do, and yeah. whether whether we go back to square one or square two or square three, or um, it's just it just emphasizes what a wonderful time it is to be in the travel and tourism and hospitality <laughs> business because it's so predictable and you know you you just it's yeah all of that stuff hey gwen were you were were you listening to the program um when we yeah, were talking I'm, about the, the folks with the the cruise uh um you were yeah. telling me that you were telling me that you had a situation where you were on a cruise in grand cayman and there were 11 ships in port on the same day yes and what the uh, captain did was he says he was refusing. To, he, it wouldn't have been a good experience for us. And so he he said he was going to go to a different uh, port, and then we would come back there two days later, which we did. And then there were still five uh, five ships there. And anybody who's been to Grand Cayman knows that that's a lot of people, no matter how you cut it. it it's a lot of people. But, yeah, they, they can just change things. I did hear your story about the um, – uh, a wedding couple, and there are lots of those kinds of stories where where uh, people have uh, made expectations for a port and been a- unable to go. But I wanted to add something. The riverboats have those kinds of uh, contracts as well. And what happens with a riverboat, if the water's high, then instead of stopping um, or canceling their cruise, what they'll do is uh, the, the larger companies have um, identical ships going opposite directions. So when they get to a bridge that they can't go under, then what they do is during the shore excursion, because they have um, uh, optional shore, well, not even, it's included shore excursions, they move everybody's stuff from one ship to the other to the same room and everything, and then they on the other side of the bridge. And then they go on on their way, and that can happen and during the high high um, high water periods. And that's a shock to people to realize they're going to be on a completely different ship, depending on what's happening at a particular bridge. But more importantly, some of them is just if they're small ship companies, they can't do that. So they use the the cruise ship as I mean the riverboat as a um, hotel or using land hotels, and they change the whole experience into a land tour. Uh-huh. Um, that's not the experience people wanted, and so they'll want to sue and everything, but the same way. The contract's written to say that, they, you know, crap happens, basically, and we've got to do what we have to do, or they'll they'll cancel the cruise. Now, so, 
Now, Gwen, the, the, th- those contracts, though, are, I mean, if you've ever, and I'm sure you have, because um, it's your business to, to know what's in them, but if, if, a, if a layman tries to read one of those contracts, if, if I handed one to Tom Romano and said, Tom, um, tell me all about the restrictions that your cruise line has, Tom probably about 20 minutes later would throw up his hands and go looking for a beer or some other activity. <laughs> I would have started with the beer. <laughs> Well, what I tell my clients is that, uh, well, I, I just come right out and tell them that it's at the discretion of the of the captain. The one thing that you did mention is that uh, people sometimes aren't reimbursed whenever there are, um, uh, you know, missed ports and like that. Uh-huh. Some of the cruise ships do reimburse. Well, it isn't it isn't uh, to make up for a wedding or anything, but but they will uh, reimburse port charges because they didn't use the port and the and the port personnel. Uh-huh. Okay. But some ships do not do that. And so that's where, if you read the fine print, you'd find out. Most people find out after they're requesting, why, how come I'm not getting money back, you know? Then I, then you'll go through and fine-tune the, the contract. But some of the big cruises don't pay for the – you pay for port charges, and they'll keep it. Gwen, uh, do you find you work with a lot of different cruise lines? Uh, you know, booking for your for your business. Yeah. Do you find that there is uh, any cruise lines that their contracts are a little smaller, that they're a little more straightforward, and others that are really complicated and difficult to understand? Uh, what are your thoughts? I'm sure you've looked at them all, all. I think they're all. Um, uh, purposely made complicated because people will just not pay attention and most people don't you know they just don't pay attention but i just tell people if they say i have to, i had a wedding couple who was going to get married on belize and i i told them i said i don't know that that's a good idea it turned out working out for them which was a miracle but you you can't i mean you have to tell them what what could happen you know yeah. That particular one, they lucked out. But but as far as um, the good, bad, and the ugly, I mean, you know, the, the one one good thing I can tell you, which is a little bit of a surprise, if you're flexible, um, I recommend that people book the inaugural cruises <laughs> because chances are they're not going to leave on that first voyage. You know, a lot of times they don't because the destinations aren't ready, the ship is not ready or whatever. And whenever it gets canceled before you've left, obviously, it's usually about two or three weeks before you you were going to leave. Then they offer you all kinds of kudos to keep the booking and go Uh on that future time. So they'll give you. 125, 150%. Um, um, they'll give you all kinds, you know, back for your uh, value. So that goes into, you know, shore excursions or amenities or whatever. They they'll do, do just um, about anything. I, to, they'll do just about anything to keep your money yes. while you're deciding yes. what it is that you're going to do. We're talking with Gwen Duncan of Cordially Yours Travel. We're kind of talking about cruises here on the travel guys, but uh, it, it might fall into another bucket or two along the way. Gwen, let me ask you something. Um, for next year, um, ocean-going cruises or river cruises, which are the more popular? Well, the more popular are the um, ocean cruises because those could could attract families. Uh, the river cruises are real popular for uh, the more mature 
people because of, and they usually go as twosies, you know, I mean, you know, they're, right. they're and they don't, they're not really set up for uh, triple and quad. So, so you're going to see more popular things when they, they, you can reach more people, you know, like the, the families that want to go and then the grandparents want to go. So you're going to see that in ocean cruising. Um, oh, really? So more, that's more, big difference. more, more families on ocean, on ocean cruises. I never thought about oh, that God, before. Yeah. It oh, makes yeah. sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the river well, the well, river cruises aren't set up for. Um, uh, Disney has the, um, uh, you know, contracts the AMA waterways, and they will do. Uh, they've got some um, set up for quads, but that, that's real rare, real rare. Set up for quads. Quads for four people to a cabin. You know, I mean, got it. Really okay. Can you imagine? Just just time out here, just for a second. Can you imagine? <laughs> Having four human beings, I don't care how old or how young they are, because the younger they are, they have certain needs. And you're in this cabin that is, oh, you know, what, Gwen, 200 square feet? Uh, no. Not that. In the ocean, yes. yes. The river boats, they're smaller. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's so 10 by 20 for those of you who are not as good at math. Um, and there's four of you. There's only one bathroom. Um, so there's, you know, I mean, there, there's talk about bouncing off the walls. I just can't imagine people who would go four to a cabin on a, on a cruise. But I got to tell you, on the on the uh, ocean cruises, they do a lot of with uh, bunk beds, you know, and then or they'll bring yeah. in a. Uh, they'll bring in a um, rollway for night. They'll set it up during the daytime um, to be regular, and then the the stewards come in and they they'll set up another bed for the third or fourth person. Or if they don't have the bunk bed type type configuration, they don't have those in river cruises. Yeah, then they then they next they whip out the hammocks, right? Uh, yeah, you know I well, saw an, I saw an ad. I saw an ad on uh, TV the other day, and then if you watch, you, you'll, you know, any commercial TV where they, rather than zipping through them all, uh, and it was a it was a cruise line, and when you see the commercial, you see people ziplining, and they're swimming, and they're playing golf, and they're doing yeah. all kinds of things, and then they pan back, and they're doing all of this on a cruise ship. That's right. Royal Caribbean so, so and cruise NCL ships are, are just popular. Yeah, it's not just about uh, going on a cruise and eating uh, lots of buffets. There is so much to do on these large boats for families. I could see why they're they're more attractive for family vacations. Our special guest, Gwen Duncan, with Cordially Yours Travel. More on cruising with Gwen right after this. On the road again. Yeah, we are on the road again. Speaking of being on the road, Mark, you going anywhere anytime soon? Did you can tell us about? I am headed out tomorrow morning to do uh, t- spend a couple days lining up things for a trip that have just not come together very easily. And then later in the week, I'm going. Oh, I almost said where I was going. We are taking our annual Christmas mystery tour ah, to a couple of Christmas exciting places. Mystery tour. And next Sunday, when I call in to talk to you, uh, we will and and do the program uh, live. We I will be able to tell you where we are. It is a it is a domestic Christmas destination for sure, for sure. All right. Now this is this is one of those ones where that's one way, right? That's one way. 
Yeah, it means that you you take people on the mystery tour, uh-huh. but you don't bring them back. Oh my God! <laughs> of course, we bring them back. Glenn, what do you th- what do you think about that, huh? <laughs> Can you believe that Mark does the has got the one way mystery tour every you year, and people people actually sign up for it. They they pay big bucks for this kind of stuff. With us on the show, Gwen Duncan from Cordelia's Travel, and for those that are may not it may be pretty naive, Mark does not leave travelers behind on any of his trips gwen duncan's with cordially yours generally we're talking we're generally we're talking cruises uh gwen as before we uh took the break mark was we were talking about popular ocean cruises river cruises look into your crystal ball my dear and tell us where we're going what what are travelers going to be interested in in 2022 Barring another COVID uh, variant uh, shutdown. That's the big question mark, isn't it? The the big COVID. What's happening is um, most of the interest has been uh, for domestic travel. The riverboats down the Mississippi or uh, uh, some of the cruise lines are doing departures out of San Diego. Now, Royal Cribbon came back. They hadn't been there for several years, and they're back. And uh, Viking is doing cruises off the West Coast uh, now. So there's a lot of interest in staying close to home, just just to be sure that uh, you don't have that issue with the COVID interruption. What I want to mention is um, uh, there are a lot of deals going on right now on both river cruise, well, river cruise, um, ocean cruise, and uh, land tours. And I sent to Mark the uh, website, and it's a river riverboat. It's called River, let me see what it is. It's called rivercruises.com. And it, um, and, and, it lists all the different deals that are going on for Cyber Monday. And so there might be an interest for people to check out, like Holland America and the riverboats are all doing some really great things. But you have to go to the individual um, cruises to find out who, who are offering deals for single travelers. But I wanted to mention that because it's a big deal this Monday. And, when uh, is it, would, would, would a, if, if I were thinking about looking for a place – to go or a good deal, would I not be? Would it not be advantageous to me to call someone like you? Because maybe, as opposed to go to individual sites, because would you maybe have a better idea of what those? I mean, is is that something that a that a travel advisor might be aware of? Yeah. Might have already sorted out some of those deals. You know, I really appreciate you mentioning that because when um, you call a travel advisor. Um, they're working with large numbers with these vendors. And so we get, all of us get special offerings for our clients that could meet or beat what you're going to see on online. If you're doing it as a onesie, you know, you're calling and saying, hey, I need a cabin and they'll offer you something. But but uh, the cruise, yeah, the, the agents have, um, the agent, well, the travel agencies have relationships with uh, consortia that work out marketing deals that are outstanding. And uh, you're going to get a little bit more of a bang for your buck. If you pay for an inside, you might get an outside cabin, you know, that kind of stuff that um, uh, are upgrades that you might, you're not going to get as a onesie. Gwen, let me... Uh, go yeah, ahead, go Tom. ahead, Mark. Yeah, I was going to say, I meant to ask you this at the top of this uh, break here. Uh, I understand you have some some specials for single cruisers that uh, that are pretty pretty interesting. What what what, what are we talking about well, what, here? What I was what I was mentioning is that like if you like riverboat 
and uh, and you you can do an internet search on this, but I. Riverboats are real popular for single occupancy. The ocean cruises uh, are not as um, um, passenger friendly because they they're trying to get that family market, and so they're looking for more people. And one person costs them a lot of money to have just one person in the cabin, than more, you know, who are going to end up spending money and gambling and buying product on the ship and doing their spas and all this kind of stuff. A single one isn't going to offer that. So so they're not as attractive, but the river boats are offering really good deals. They're date specific. Mm-hmm. You have to go to each one of them and see what are your dates that you have single departures, and you're going to save a lot of money. Now, those are single departures where they have a reduced or or not charging a single supplement. For those who, who don't right. know that the the, the, the Travel industry language we're talking here. When you a, ca- a cruise cabin, a hotel room, etc., are designed for two people. Generally, when you see prices for cruises or tours or something, it's per person based on double occupancy, two people sharing a room. When two people don't share a room, someone has to pay for the other half of that room. A hotel room isn't half price for single people. It's basically roughly the same the same price. So. Um, same thing with a, with a cruise ship. If they're losing, Gwen mentions they're going to lose uh, revenue from the person who's not on board and not buying things, but they're also not going to get any money out of that person to pay for the cabin. So a single person, when they're traveling, is often asked to pay a supplement to offset the loss of revenue for the fact that they don't have a roommate. Some single people consider it a penalty, but the reality is it's just the cost of doing business. Um, it, those, right. th- that money has to come from somebody. And so what you've got, Gwen, is a list of trips where there are no single supplements being charged or they're, or they're at considerably reduced prices. Is that correct? Yes, right, right. And so what happens is... Um, like uh, on the uh, single supplements, when they do offer them on the ocean cruises, and they only do them if they're not getting the revenue that they, you know, they, you know, they do their matrix on um, how much, how much did they make last year at this time, and if, the, and if it was really good, they're not going to offer those deals. If it was really poor, they want to fill their cabins. Once the ship goes, they're not going to be putting people on there, so they'll offer other deals. It could be two hundred percent, but it could be down to a hundred and twenty-five percent or single single um a wave waiver totally but uh, you're going to see a lot of total waivers on riverboats gwen we're running out of time here so uh, what i want to tell folks is right now it sounds like it's sort of a buyer's market when it comes to cruise ships so if you're a cruiser and you're thinking about a river cruise domestically or internationally domestically the demand is high so um you're, you're you're not going to get as good a deal but this is the time to consider looking at some of that stuff. Uh, do your homework. Consider insurance. Um, Cordially Yours Travel is where you can find Gwen. I don't know if I put a link to your website, Gwen, online, but it's, what is it, cytravel.com? Yes. Yeah, it's gocytravel.com. Cytravel. Gwen, thanks for... Thank you. Thanks for all your expertise um, today and all of your information. We appreciate it. We'll double back around to you uh, here in a couple of months and... uh, See how things are, are going, not only in the cruise business, but uh, just uh, keep your pulse on things and let us know what's going on. Thanks, Gwen. Gwen is, uh, I know she's like a kid in the candy store. She loves to cruise, and it's just going to, I imagine she's got her 
got her plans already uh, underway. Well, my friends, that's about a wrap for this week's Travel Guys. Don't forget to visit us at TravelGuysRadio.com. Join us next weekend. Uh, I'm going to quiz Mark about what it's like to be a tour operator during uh, the uh, pandemic. Uh, This ought to be an interesting show, and that'll be uh, next Sunday here on the Travel Guys. Mark? In, In the meantime, dance like nobody's watching. You stay well, my friends. We'll see you next time here on the Travel Guys.